0: Politics, power, and the people. From Washington, D.C., this is The Week on the Hill. Are you ready to do this one more time? I'm not going to Washington and make friends. I'm going to Washington to do my job. That's what he should have done. Georgia Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock and Republican challenger Herschel Walker kicking off a new runoff election that's already underway only days after Election Day. Both candidates failed to get more than 50% of the vote to lock up the Senate seat. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and a lot of House and Senate seats are still undecided. The red wave many Republicans had hoped for didn't materialize, and so which party will control the House and Senate is still up in the air, though the GOP remains on a steady trajectory toward narrowly retaking the lower chamber but the Senate has come down to Arizona and Nevada, as well as Georgia. As the counting continues, Arizona Democratic Senator Mark Kelly appears to have a relatively safe lead over Republican Blake Masters. The race in Nevada is still extremely close, though, between Republican Adam Laxalt and Democratic Senator Catherine Cortez Masto. The Democrats' edge in holding onto the Senate was made possible by Democrat John Fetterman's win in Pennsylvania over Republican Dr. Mehmet Oz. The Pennsylvania Republican, who decided not to run for re-election, Senator Pat Toomey, is upset about what happened in the midterms. And he spoke about that with CNN this week.
1: I think a big part of the reason was that at the top of the ticket in the gubernatorial race, we had an ultra MAGA candidate who never appeared to even attempt to expand beyond a hardcore base that was very, very committed to him. Uh, But he ended up losing in an epic beatdown. It's very, very hard for candidates who are down ballot. Our gubernatorial Republican lost by like 14 points. Dr. Oz kept his race to within three. It's, It's really hard when that's what's happening. By the way, we had three House seats that I thought we had a very good chance of picking up in Pennsylvania. We lost all three of those. And again, I think it was a combination of... A real problem at the top of the ticket but also president trump inserting himself into the race we were in a moment we were in a cycle we were at a time when it's good for republicans for the race to be about president biden who is not popular whose policies have failed and instead president trump had to insert himself and that changed the nature of the race and that Created just too much of an obstacle.
0: Republicans lost six races nationwide at various levels after nominating election deniers. In all of those races, Democrats had spent money on TV ads boosting the Republican candidates in primaries in the hope that Democratic candidates would have an easier time defeating them in the general election. That was the case in Maryland, where the Democratic Governors Association spent close to a million dollars on ads highlighting the positions of Republican candidate for Governor Dan Cox during the GOP primary. Cox lost handily to Democrat Wes Moore in a state where registered Democrats greatly outnumber Republicans, but the current governor, Larry Hogan, is a Republican. Hogan has been a sharp critic of former President Trump, who endorsed Cox. With former President Trump planning to announce for re-election in the coming week, Republicans are having a lot of internal discussions about where the party is headed. Mr. Trump has endorsed the House's top Republican, Kevin McCarthy, to become the next House Speaker. But given that the GOP didn't easily regain control of the House, there's some grumbling from conservatives in the House Freedom Caucus, who include lawmakers who have never been fans of McCarthy. McCarthy has tried to put his best spin on the election results, which are expected to eventually provide Republicans with enough votes for a slim House majority. What was our mission?
1: To win the majority, to stop Biden's agenda and fire Nancy Pelosi. All of that is accomplished. When everybody thought we'd lose the last cycle, we picked up 14. Again, we'll pick up this time as well. Remember in the House, they don't give gavels out by small, medium and large. They just give you the gavel and we're going to be able to govern
0: it. McCarthy speaking on Fox. On Friday, Republicans lost a Maryland congressional seat they had hoped to pick up after recent redistricting. Democratic Congressman David Trone narrowly held off Republican Neil Parrott in a rematch race. Republicans will need at least 218 seats to regain the majority. The latest projections suggest they'll get something close to 220, maybe a few more, depending on how contests in California end up. Some of those races may not be decided until close to Thanksgiving. So how does this midterm stack up to others in the past? Over the past 100 years, the average gain by the opposition party has been nearly 30 House seats. This one could be in the single digits. In the Senate, there's usually a pickup of about four seats. Also, given President Biden's low approval ratings and soaring inflation, it's clear Republicans underperformed. Former House Speaker Paul Ryan speaking to a Wisconsin TV station places part of the blame with former President Trump. I
1: mean, I think Trump's kind of a drag on our ticket. I think I think Donald Trump um, gives us problems politically. We lost the House, the Senate, and the White House in two years when Trump was on the ballot or in office. And I think we have just have some trunk, Trump hangover. I think he's a drag on our, on, our,
0: on our offices. The former president, as he's been doing for much of the week, is lashing out at his critics. On his social media platform, he said Ryan was the worst speaker, saying he had to go around him to finance the border wall and calling him a loser. Donald Trump remains angry that he lost to President Biden, which has led him to continue to say without basis that the 2020 election was stolen. And he'll take the first step in trying to return to the White House when he makes his re-election announcement on Tuesday. Many Republicans would like him to wait, especially with the runoff Senate election in Georgia now underway. There's also a lot of discussion in political circles if the Republican Party is going to let the fever break and move on from Trump. But given all the moments the GOP has stuck with him in the past, that seems unlikely. Still, the man who may have had the best election night of all, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, is getting growing attention as a possible rival for the 2024 GOP presidential nomination. And that's, of course, why Donald Trump has already given him a nickname, Ron DeSanctimonious, who he calls an average governor with great public relations. We'll see what else the former president has to say this coming week as the vote counting continues to determine the balance of power in Congress. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and this is the Week on the Hill.